0: On Tuesday afternoon of Passion Week, some 2,000 years ago, in the city of Jerusalem, Jesus Christ sat on the Mount of Olives teaching his disciples what it was going to be like when he would return to the earth and establish his kingdom. You know what he said? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Lord. Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I'm so grateful that you would take a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. In just a moment, I'll allow you to listen to a portion of this five-part, five-hour series, audio series, by the way, on CD that is available to you. Remember, Jesus Christ was responding to the disciples' questions Can you give us some signs of the second coming? Now, not the rapture of the church. There are no signs for the rapture, but for the second coming. Let's study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy of this five-part, five-hour series, audio series on CD. Right now, let's listen to a portion of As in the Days of Noah. Take your Bibles, and let's go once again to Matthew 24. Our theme this week, As in the Days of Noah so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And remember that phrase, that thought, that exhortation for us to understand comes from probably one of the greatest prophecy conferences that's ever been held in all of history. There on the Mount of Olives on that Tuesday afternoon of Passion Week, Jesus having just completed a day on the Temple Mount teaching And instructing his disciples in these moments before he's going to be crucified, in about the month and a half before he is going to be taken into the heavenlies, he's spending time with them. He's trying to help them to understand the prophetic truth. Uh, And indeed, you know, he said, remember in John chapter 16, uh, you got your finger in Matthew 24, but go to John 16 just for a moment. We have a lot of people talking about what the ministry of the Holy Spirit is. We have a lot of wildfire activity, supposedly the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think the final word must come from Jesus Christ himself. John chapter 16 is in that period of time. He has just concluded a Passover Seder. It's the last night before he will be crucified, the next afternoon at 3 o'clock. They've had the meal. Uh, They've had Judas leave, and now they're going to be going over to the Garden of Gethsemane from the upper city of Jerusalem, where they have been in the upper room. He's making some statements. He's tried to encourage his young men who are traveling with him, who had been with him now for three and a half years, who were very anxious. Anxiety was running rampant because they were fearing what was going to take place. He's been telling them all along, that indeed he's going to have to go to Jerusalem, he'll be crucified, he will be buried, but he will resurrect. He tells them, let not their heart be troubled, I'm going to prepare a place, I will gather you up to be with me. And he makes another statement, he said, I must go so that the Spirit of Truth, so that the Comforter can come. Now notice in his statement what he says, chapter 16 of the Gospel of John, and look what it says in verse 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Though he is giving them some information, though he did a couple of days earlier, Tuesday afternoon on the Mount of Olives, give them this unbelievable prophecy conference and lay out eschatological events for the future from that point into eternity future, he still says to them, I have some things I need to tell you But I don't think you can handle them right now. Verse 13. How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, or the Holy Spirit, is come. Look at here. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. Now, there is a final statement by Jesus Christ. Anything that promotes the Holy Spirit. You hear me? Anything that promotes the Holy Spirit. I have difficulty sometimes when I see people with a dove on their lapel uh, representing the Holy Spirit, or I have difficulty sometime when I hear people talking about some of the activities of the Holy Spirit. Notice what Jesus says, "...howbeit when the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of himself." He's incapable of drawing attention, as I understand this scripture, to himself. He's not going to be doing that. "...but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak." And he will show you things to come, he shall glorify me. He will show you things to come, he shall glorify me. Revelation chapter 19 verse 10 says that the spirit of prophecy is the person of Jesus Christ. The whole purpose of prophecy is to take us out of our egotistical attitude that we are living in on a daily basis and give us a Christocentric attitude, looking for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the Holy Spirit comes to the earth and fills us with the information that we need to understand the Word of God, teaches the Word of God to us, teaching things to come. So there's two purposes in prophecy, really, to glorify Jesus Christ and to help us understand the things that are coming ahead, and then thus decide how we will live our life in light of those wonderful truths, and he is going to help us by sending the Holy Spirit to teach us those things. Now back to Matthew 24, where we see that as he is concluding, before he gets into How he's going to allow the Jews and the Gentiles who through the tribulation period sustain life, having come to know Jesus Christ as Messiah, and with physical bodies are able to enter into the millennial kingdom. Before he does that, that's chapter 25, the second part of his sermon there on the Mount of Olives, the Olivet Discourse, he leaves us with this very important statement and an exhortation for us to study the times that he's discussing. Verse 37 of chapter 24, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's as plain as he could possibly make it. Our exhortation is go to that record of the days of Noah. Understand how those days were, and once that understanding is there we can then take all of those principles, make them applicable to the day in which we're living. If they fit the agenda of this day, as they did in the days of Noah, we can know the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is at hand. As in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Now remember, we studied the doctrine of Matthew 24. Matthew 24 nowhere mentions the church. It's talking about Jews and Gentiles. The church has not been established in Matthew 24. This is a period prior to that time. In his message on the Mount of Olives, he's not discussing information for the church. The question is asked, two of the three questions, what is it going to be like before you come back? What is it going to be like at the end of this present period of time? Not the end of the world. The end of the world is at the end of the millennial kingdom after the great white throne judgment. Revelation 21 and 22, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10, when this old earth and the heavens are going to be burned up, we'll have new heavens and new earth. And so he's not talking about the end of the world. He's not talking about we need a sign over here. He's talking about the end of a period of time, an ion, a period of time when there is going to be a change. Up until the point that he's talking about, up until the point that Jesus Christ comes back, we're living under a Satanocracy. Rennie Showers, who is on the board of directors for Word of Life, a great Bible teacher, great theologian has written an excellent book, What on Earth is God Doing? And one of the principles out of that book is that for the first three chapters of the book of Genesis, there was a theocracy in place. For the last three chapters of the book of Revelation, there will once again be a theocracy in place. But from chapter 4 to chapter 19, chapter 4 of Genesis to chapter 19 of Revelation, it's a Satanocracy. And so they're wanting to know, what's it going to be like when we move into this new era, this new time, this new period, this millennial kingdom that is in the future? And he gives them some answers, and he says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. In the Word of God, there are eight chapters that deal with the days of Noah. During this study together this week, we're going to be studying to some extent or looking at all eight chapters. Four, five, and six of the book of Genesis, chapters four, five, and six, deal with what happens prior to the flood and how the days of Noah were. Chapters six, seven, and eight of the book of Genesis are a record of what took place during the flood That worldwide flood that covered the entire earth with water, killing every living soul, every air, oxygen-breathing animal or soul, except for eight people, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah, and their four wives. And then chapters 9, 10, and 11 deal with what happened after the flood, but still in the days of Noah. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. On Thursday morning, we will look at what happened in the days of Noah after the flood. Very significant, in fact, very up-to-date when we look at what happened after the flood in the days of Noah thank you very much for taking a few moments to join us in our study of prophecy. As in the days of Noah is what we've been listening to. You just listen to a portion of this very important five hour, five part series, audio series on CD that is available. It helps us to understand the times in which we're living in light of Bible prophecy. You'd like to get a copy of this five part, five hour audio series on CD? Call the toll free number, it's eight seven seven six seven four three two nine eight. Now that's toll free from across America, or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Once again, that number, eight prophecy eight, translated into eight seven seven six seven four three two nine eight. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, reminding you Jesus Christ can come at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...